Hello and welcome to another episode of A Little Ray of Sunshine, Inspirational Stories from Everyday People. Tonight I thought I would call my mother-in-law. She doesn't know I'm going to be calling her, but I'm going to ask her if she'd like to be on my podcast and see if I can't talk to her a little bit about Christmas experiences she has had and talk to her a little bit about life experiences in general and just hear from her about her wisdom and what she's learned over her 97 years of life. So I'll go ahead and call her right now. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Do you have a few minutes? Uh Uh-huh. Well, good. Hey, um, I'm doing a podcast, and you've listened to a few of my podcasts. I'm wondering if you'd visit with me a little bit about some of the your most memorable Christmases you've had growing up. Would you be willing to do that? Well, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you've had a few Christmases, and you've probably had some special ones, and maybe it'd be fun to just reminisce a little bit about what makes the Christmas time special for you and some of the special memories that you've had over the years. Well, I grew up in a large family. I had... Five sisters and two brothers, and uh, we always look forward to Christmas. But the most fun we had was around the dinner table and playing games, and and we didn't put a whole lot of emphasis on the gifts. Mm-hmm. It was mostly being together as a family. I think that was what we gathered for more than anything. <laughs> oh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I grew up in Teton City, you Idaho. Grew, you, okay, so you grew up in Teton City, Idaho. What year were you born in? I was born in 1926. Okay, so that makes you about 46 years old, doesn't it? I wish. (laughs) Add a few years on that. Um, But with all the knowledge and experience that you've had growing up in a large family, how did that shape you when you were raising your own family throughout the years? Well, we learned just get along for one thing and to share, and to work together. We just paid together. We didn't have a lot of, or we had friends, but our best friends was our brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we just had a fun time as a family, working together and playing together. Uh, sounds actually really fun, considering we live in such a busy world today. It sounds like you had an ideal setting to grow up in. Right, yeah. 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 So can you think of any special Christmases that stand out in your mind that you'd like to share? Well, um, I grew up loving to have rings on my fingers. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Santa Claus asked me uh, what I would like for Christmas, and I told him I'd like to have a ring. And... uh, so when Christmas morning come, we all run to the Christmas tree to to uh, pick uh, our presents off the trees, and and uh, among those was a ring that I had asked Santa for, and uh, I think that was the most memorable Christmas I can ever remember. Is when I got the the thing that I wanted, which was a ring, just that ring. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about why Christmas is so special to you. 
Well, it's the time to share and to get together as families. I guess the most important thing is to get together as a family and to celebrate the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing of it is, my birthday is the same day as Joseph Smith, the 23rd of December. And I always uh, thought that was pretty neat that I shared a birthday with Joseph Smith. That is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. You know, your birthday shares his birthday, and my wife's birthday is on June 27th, which happens to be the day Joseph Smith was martyred. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's fun to know. Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. But obviously, uh-huh. family is super important to you. Uh, I've known that in the 40 years I've been part of your family. Um, and I think that's pretty special to know that you have such a love for your children, you have such a love for your grandchildren, all the people in your family, they all know that they're loved by you just by being around you. I think that's pretty special. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I don't know how you replace that. It's just something that, you know, some people are lucky enough to grow up with, and and I think we were we were part of that. Well, I appreciate that, Grover. Yeah. You've been a good son-in-law. <laughs> well, You've been really good to my daughter. Well, you know her, and I know her, and she's pretty easy to be good to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, she's a special girl, but you sure have been a good husband and a father, a grandfather, and so well, thank uh, you. and the son-in-law. I appreciate you, Grover. I appreciate you, too. Is there anything else that you'd like to mention now that I have you on here? Oh, uh, well, I'm looking forward to Christmas this year. And uh, I just love to be with families. One thing I like is the Christmas tree and uh, decorating the home mm-hmm. and the smell of the turkey roasting in the oven and all the good things about Christmas. Well, that's great. Do you wish there were some traditions from when you were younger that still existed today for Christmas? Well, uh, one thing we always got together with our cousins. I had uh, lots of cousins, and so the fun thing we did was try to get together as cousins. And that was what we look forward to is to getting together and having fun and playing with our cousins. Oh, yeah. Well, in just a few days, you'll turn 97 years old. Can you believe that? No, (laughs) I can't. I'm grateful. Mm -hmm. I'm really grateful that I can still do the things that I want to do, and and my health is good, and my memory is fairly good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I'm grateful for being as old as I am for the things I'm still able to do. I still live alone, and... uh, I'm uh, still driving a car, and I'm just grateful for the blessings that I have each day. I'll bet you are. And living alone on the farm, still doing things for yourself, that's incredible. That's really amazing. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm grateful for uh, 
nice warm home, I guess, and not having to go out and work, and I can stay home, and I'm comfortable here, so. Right. So what do you attribute your long life to? What can you say has helped you to live such a long life? Well, I think work never kills anybody. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's what I've always said, work never killed anybody. And, uh, you know, I think uh, just being active has helped me to to uh, be able to stay healthy and do the things that I still enjoy today. Right. I just like to get up and do things, and you can't just sit around and stay healthy. No, no, that's absolutely true. So what would your advice be to the younger generations as uh, they continue to grow older? What, what wise wisdom can you give to them? Stay away from the TV. <laughs> <laughs> The boob tube, as they used to call it. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the television has been a a detriment to kids growing up. They spend too much time watching TV instead of getting up and going out and playing and and, uh, doing things rather than just sitting in front of the TV and watching the TV all day long. Well, that's good advice. Uh, that really is. I think uh, children and youth today could really benefit from uh, being active and involved and uh, away from, from the TV and maybe even video games and other social media. Right. Yeah, I, I'm not much in on video games, but I know the kids play a lot of video games, which is another thing they could avoid if they mm-hmm. would just get up and do something else besides that. Oh, yeah. What did you do as a child to entertain yourself? Well, we made up games. We played the, in the summertime. We'd play Annie I over. I don't know whether you know what that is, but we'd just yep. throw the ball over the roof of the house, and we caught it on the other side. We played a lot of Annie I over. We played a lot of uh, hopscotch. Was really fun for us. Mm-hmm. We'd draw the hopscotch on the sidewalk, and we'd uh, or on the in the dirt or wherever we were. And we played a lot of hopscotch, and we did jump the rope, and uh, we had swings. And, of course, we had our work to do. We always grew a big garden, and we were always asked to help weed the garden and and uh, take the produce out of the garden and put it in bottles and for our food for winter. Wow, sounds like you had a lot of things that you had to do as a child, uh, responsibilities, I guess, right? Right. Yeah, we always had our chores to do. And we didn't have an inside bathroom back there many years ago. You didn't have a what? We didn't have an inside bathroom. Mm. We had a toilet. We had to go outside to go to the bathroom. (laughs) It wasn't called a bathroom, it was called a toilet. It wasn't called an outhouse, it was called a toilet. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm sure that's one thing you're grateful for in life, is to be able to have a a toilet right there in your house. In the house, right. (laughs) Yeah, and most times people have more than one, so how grateful, right? Right. And then I like the central heat, you know, where all the rooms were warm. Mm-hmm. We used to just have a, a stove, a, a cook stove in the kitchen, and then a 
a heater roll or something in the living room and the bedrooms are really cold and sometimes the bedding is stick to the sides of the wall because the walls are so cold. We don't know how good we have it, do we? No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> and it's this, it's those simple things. That's what I'm hearing from you is uh, it's not the grand things in life that you're grateful for. It, it's the little things such as an indoor toilet or, or good heating, uh, having family around. It sounds like that's what's most important to you. Right. Family comes first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so what kind of things did you want to instill in your own children as they were growing up? Well, I think I wanted them to be honest in their dealings. I just uh, hope that they and do with um, a good day's work for their pay. Mm-hmm. Not uh, shirk uh, their work. And I taught them to be honest and to... Uh, be kind and go to church and do the things that our Heavenly Father wanted them to do and say their prayers. And one thing I wanted them to do is have an education and and do good in school and be able to support themselves as they grew up. Yeah, I, just knowing your children, I can see that you did a really good job of of instilling that in them because that's what they do in their lives right now. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of them. They've all been pretty successful, and they married good people, and they've raised good families, and they stayed in the church and had church assignments, and they work hard, and can't ask for a better family in the whole world than I than I have. Right. right. So if if you had to give a message to your family, let's say your your whole posterity was gathered around you in a, in a large room, because you have a large posterity, obviously. What if, right. if they were all gathered in a room, and you were asked to stand up and give a message to them that they would remember the rest of their life? Can you think about what that message might be? Well, uh, I guess I just would like them to just be faithful Honest, true, hardworking, intelligent, loving, kind, mm-hmm. gentle, sweet. Mm-hmm. Keep going. <laughs> you got a good list. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, they just. And I do have that kind of a family. Mm-hmm. They've all turned out really good. They all know how to work, and they're kind, and they're gentle, and they go to church, and. They take care of their families and couldn't ask for anything better than that. You know, the the picture I just kind of painted for you, uh, having all of your posterity in one room together, what would that mean to you? Oh, my. Oh, my. I can't tell you how much that would mean to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, it would just be wonderful, I guess. Yeah. You'd have to rent out uh, an auditorium somewhere <laughs> to fit them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be fine too, but yeah. Oh, nothing is better than to have family around, especially on holidays. And we've always remembered their birthdays, and mm-hmm. you know, we just like to be together as a family. Well, isn't isn't that what? Well, not only Christmas is about, but I think that should be what life is about. Right. Yep. You know, 
Well, I don't, I'm not going to take up too much more of your time. Uh, is there any last words that you would like to share? I know that there will be a lot of people listening to this podcast, and I can imagine your family will be hearing this as well. So anything else that uh, you'd like to share in this last few minutes? Oh, just hang together and love each other and take care of each other and stay the kind and gentle and wonderful people that you are. That's about the best thing I can say is just stay together and love one another. Mm -hmm. Wonderful message. Well, I appreciate uh, so much that you took some time. I know I sprung this on you. I called you out of the blue. So, gosh, just thanks for for being you and sharing a bit of yourself with everybody. Well, I appreciate you, Grover. Thanks a lot for asking me. Okay. I said what I want to hear, what you want to hear. No, it's, it <laughs> was wonderful. I love my family. Oh, I know you okay. do. Okay, you have a good night. I will. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. I hope you've enjoyed tonight's podcast. It was fun being able to talk to my mother-in-law and to get some of her special memories. I hope each of you are having a wonderful Christmas holiday. And as always, remember to speak up, speak out, and speak often. Bye-bye.